Okay, so it's home team today with uh, Sauce, Vinny, uh, Tom Ellsworth, and uh, Malik, a.k.a. Ryan, <laughs> in the house. We got a lot of stories to cover with you. Adam took me to a wonderful dinner last night, I'll tell you about. Anytime. Just Adam. an incredible dinner Adam took us to. At this point, folks, I do have a, one uh, a warning to all of you and a suggestion. If you guys want to le- live a uh, peaceful life, one of the things that's starting to happen to a lot of people, I suggest you start thinking about this as well. Whatever you do, just go look around your house to see if you have any classified documents. <laughs> because at this point, I'm concerned I may have some classified right. documents. I, 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 I swear to God, we did not plan that. I was looking at one of these. Look, look, <laughs> look at what? No, I, I'm dead serious. And look, oh my it says Hunter was here. Oh, Holy, my God. Even he, he was even, it's even here? It's, it, you, but by the way, Pence... You know, uh, Biden, you know what it is? Um, I bet there's people in politics that are pissed off. They're like, dude, can you just put something in my, because I want to get some publicity. (laughs) Yeah. Put something here for me to say I'm turning in my classified documents. documents. More is coming out. God, you know. And Pence was what? uh, Travel uh, documents or something? Yeah, Mike Pence. Travel briefings, really not Solid Christian vice president had some classified documents, so he joined the camp. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about that. (laughs) Goldman Sachs says four cities will suffer a 2008 crash type. In home values. If you are from those four cities, don't listen to today's podcast. If you want to know, stick around. We will share it with you. Biggest pay raises went to black workers, young people, and low-wage earners, according to Wall Street Journal. Interesting. We'll talk about that. Poll 64% say Biden handled classified uh, files inappropriately. Apparently, Trump is back on Facebook and Instagram. And obviously, Twitter was a couple months ago, but now it's Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Yesterday, Project Veritas sat down and got a chance to sit down with one of their directors that talked about what they want to do with the vaccines. And the guy opened up and he says, you can't tell this to anybody. And and someone said the way they got the date with this guy was through Grinder because he really interesting. I'm telling you, really, really interesting. Oh, story yeah. That's on not a how joke. To, that's no, not a this joke. Is that serious. is not a joke. That, that was one of the ways that they got the guy to open up because apparently he felt comfortable. Google's going through a mess right now. Uh, 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 Taylor Swift, maybe we'll cover that. Obviously, the Antifa, if we have time, we'll cover that. Um, Amazon warns employees not to share confidential information with ChatGPT after seeing cases where its answers closely matches existing materials from inside the company. Jeff Bezos may sell Washington Post to buy commanders, as if he needs to sell it to buy commanders. Pfizer CEO Albert Boria, rough week for this guy, seriously, refuses to reply impromptu questions put forth by Rebel News. Maybe we'll talk about it. Scientists are working on a COVID vaccine you can drink. (laughs) By the way, this is a CNET story. This is not like a joke. Yeah. Scientists are working on a COVID vaccine you can drink, especially those of you that love vaccines. This is great Mm -hmm. news for some that want more of it. Uh, And then, you know, something's going on with Andrew Tate. You know, prison, prison plea. He talks about cockroaches, lice, and bed bugs. Are my only friends. I don't know if you guys saw when they got out yesterday. Asked the cops mm-hmm. if they have anything to show. Tate said, Tristan said. And an LGBTQ family's mall leaving Florida in wake of new culture laws. That's a Herald Tribune story. Maybe we'll get into some of the stories. Anyways, let me first give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Masterworks. I'm, I'm really excited about this company we chose to team up with. If you want to show this year, 
Here's how art is done over the years. A lot of people ask me questions, and they'll say, Pat, how could you buy baseball cards? And I'll say, how could you not? Yeah. I mean, the only reason you should not if you don't know how this works. But art and cards are very similar. When you look at alternative investments today, you will see the Goldmans of the world, the Black Rocks of the world, the Morgan Stanleys of the world, a lot of them are starting to look at alternative funds, meaning art that you can buy. What Masterworks did, uh, uh, love their model. I believe they have 600,000 users right now, uh, $600 million of assets under management. Uh, last year was a record-breaking year in arts being sold ever in the history of America. $18 billion, folks, of art was sold last year. When you look at the inflation, last time it was this high was 1977 through 1982. The Art 100 Index appreciated 130% during that time from then to now. And inflation, 80%. So this is something for you to consider. Contemporary art annual average right now is uh, appreciation is 13.8%. If you want to learn more about it, these are these, these art pieces that they have. It could be Banksy. It could be Picasso. You're simply buying a share in the art that they're selling. So if you can't afford to buy a $3 million piece of the art, maybe you own one share to $3 million. Just the same way you buy Apple or Amazon stock, you buy a stock into the art pieces they buy. Very straight up model. It's qualified with the SEC. I suggest you look into this for yourself before you make any investments. So if you want to learn more, let's put the link below. It is not open to everybody, but they're allowing folks to come in. If you are a value tainer, there's a link specifically through Value Tainer that you can go in, check them out, and if you feel comfortable, consider investing with Masterworks. Having said that, let's get right Pat, into it. You, yes. I, I, I'm, it's funny you say that, and this is totally random. I, yeah. bought, I bought a Biden, one of Hunter Biden's paintings. You already 200,000. Really? I'm going to hold on to that. Well, good for, I don't know if they're going to have He's, that kind of a painting, but this is actually real stuff that they're doing, yeah. and people are truly like investing into art today. The, Tom, what was the story you told me about the one art piece you bought, and then you sold it, and what's the value today? It's a Warhol, I believe. Yeah, it's a Warhol. And uh, by the way, uh, happy birthday, Buzz Aldrin. Uh, about a week ago, second man to walk on the moon is like 92 years old. Also got married. That was a great but, set they had. Go ahead. But he was he was the astronaut. That was the. <laughs> By the way, great don't set. go there, Pat. You know, no. second guy to be on set. Stop it. Second but guy you know to be what? on that set. Now we're gonna be branded. Remember what Flat Earthers, remember, election on, deniers. <laughs> we are not that. But you remember Woo. Buzz Aldrin in Beverly Hills punched the guy who said that. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, he said to put his so name anyway, in the Bible. That's why. The that's original, why. the original logo for MTV was actually an Andy Warhol print, first oh. man on moon. Remember that with yep. the guy? Yeah. And that was Buzz Aldrin photograph taken nice. by Neil Armstrong. Rob, keep that picture. And so I bought, I bought the. It's called Moonwalk, and there were. Um, uh, yep, there it is. Mine oh, yeah, was yellow. Oh yeah, of course. MTV. He made two of them. One was in yellow. One was in pink. I I owned the yellow one, bought it for ten, sold it for seventeen million dollars, thousand dollars. Jesus, Tom. <laughs> and by the way, that was back in two thousand, two thousand two, and then this thing had an auction where an identical pair that were the same number because there was only about a hundred of each made along with artist proofs, and these things went for four hundred grand for a pair. How long ago was this? Six years ago. No, this was Christie's last year. Oh, okay, got it. But I, I owned it in 2000, 2002. So that's the part about art, Tom. You know, at that's first your you're exactly. so skeptical, just, and then you buy it, you sit on it, and then all of a sudden it goes from 10 grand to four. When did you buy it for 10 grand? 2000, and then I sold it in 2002. In 22 years, it went from 10 grand to 400 grand. But look what I was thinking. I bought it for 10, sold it yeah. for 17. I'm thinking 75%. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a similar was situation a, happened to me with a Kobe, Kobe original yeah. Warhol. Yeah, it was one of the yeah. originals. Wow. <clears throat> By the way, shout out to Buzz Aldrin. I'm not, 
I'm talking, How much younger I'm, is his, hotter is his wife? Well, listen, she probably sits there and says, if this guy can't land on the moon, I wonder where yeah. he lands with me. So I'm, I'm <laughs> curious like, to know where this guy I'm going to rock your world, girl. Like, he, <laughs> good. But you, land on my moon. Yeah. You, know? what, you said something earlier if she knew. that there was like, the, <laughs> it was, you know, we all familiar with the S&P 500 yeah. and the NASDAQ. Hey, Buzz, the art me to the moon. 100? Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's yeah. an index? It is. What is that? Abs- it's a fund. It's a fund. Wow. Just like, you know, there's a gold fund. There's a... You know, currency fund. There's even crypto funds nowadays. There is an art fund. Huh. This is a real thing, by the way. So it's not like just, uh, you know, when, whenever you see billionaires going into art and kind of seeing what, you ought to just pay attention to it. You ought to just say, let me see why they're doing it. Now, if you're not a billionaire, you don't have that kind of money. But maybe you got 5000 10000 100000 and you're thinking about buying a piece of a Banksy or a Picasso. Mm-hmm. This is one way to get in. Anyways, yeah. let's get into stories. Let's get into stories. Let's get into stories. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Goldman Sachs. That's the story I want to go into first because it's economy. So let's look at this. Uh, Goldman Sachs says four cities will suffer a 2008 crash in home values. The story is from a couple days ago. They predict that home values will worsen than, uh, through 2023 due to skyrocketing interest rates and declining housing prices. The firm predicts that San Jose, it's a lot of sands, <laughs> San Diego, Austin and Phoenix will see the most drastic decreases of over 25%, similar to 2008, just in 2023. Goldman Sachs expects interest rates to remain at elevated levels longer than currently priced, in which the 10-year Treasury yields peaking in 2023 and raising their forecast for the 30-year fixed mortgage to 6.5% by the end of 2023. The bank states that these cities will suffer the lowest prices this year because they become too detached from fundamentals during the COVID-19 pandemic housing boom. Tom, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Pat, this is what we've been saying, isn't it? And this is just the first set. Now, Goldman Sachs has said, here's the first set, and these are the ones that are going to fall the farthest, so they're easiest to predict. Now, there's other places in the country that are stable. Like right now, Florida's prices are stable, kind of down 4.5%, what I was reading. And it's because there's still enough demand in Florida to keep them there, and there's not supply to push it down. But the transactions aren't happening. So this is just the beginning of what we've been talking about for nine months. The interest rates, the overpriced market, and now here it comes. It's coming back. And the question is, the reason you have a crash Why do you have a crash? Because the price will fall until someone says, I'll buy it. That's how the auction, that's how an inverted auction crash works, is the prices keep dropping until somebody says, you know, I'll buy it. Just like the price of art will keep going up at an auction at Christie's until somebody says, I'm out, that guy can have the painting. It's Mm. the exact same thing, just in reverse. We saw this coming. We've been talking about it for a while. Rob, can you pull this up? I'm about to send this to you, Adam. You can give some thoughts until he brings it up. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I actually kind of took a look at why these four cities. We've all seen what's happened in, in South Florida, especially in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what goes boom must go bust, uh, except for, I think, in South Florida. And and it, where I'm kind of going with this is East Coast versus West Coast. Everyone on the East Coast, anyone in the Northeast, and if you're New York, Boston, Jersey, we, everyone is coming down to South Florida. They call Miami the sixth borough because they're not going to Atlanta. They're not going to South Carolina. They're not even going to North Carolina. Some people are. But everyone on the East Coast that says, screw it, we're going south to Florida. All right, cool. So we can put that aside. Everyone on the West Coast, there's so many different options out there. If you're in California, you can go north to Oregon. You go north to Seattle. You go a little bit further east. Now you're in uh, Vegas. You go south. You're in Texas. Like There's so many different options out there. But each of these four cities, 
I was kind of going through this with my buddy Joe, who is here today. Shout out to Joe. And each of these cities have actually a very nuanced approach. So if you're looking at San Jose, San Jose is what, 20 minutes outside of San Francisco? Hello, tech jobs. We're seeing what's happening in the tech space. Microsoft, Google, you know, the, the list goes on and on about how many uh, people are getting cut from their jobs, 10,000 jobs being cut. Okay, so that's tech. The Austin, same thing with tech, right? Isn't Austin a tech bubble as well? Yeah. So, and it's also, what do they say, keep Austin Very weird? Very good point you're making. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, tech, then they call Austin Texafornia. Texas so, hilarious. And then, obviously, everything that's going on in California, shout out to Gavin Newsom for the being the U-Haul employee of the year for the two years running. Amazing. Shout out to you. Job, Amazing with him, MVP. <laughs> California politics, the cost of living, it's crazy. San Diego, weird city, beautiful city, expensive, though. Why are you moving to San Diego? What's the industry in San Diego? Last but not least, this is something that could raise a different conversation, Phoenix. How much of that is immigration? How much of that is immigration? Basically, people saying, yeah, I don't like what's going on here in, in Phoenix. So each of these cities are very weird. But uh, back to your point, Tom, you know, the, the underlying tone here is interest rates, inflation, cost of living, <clears throat> for sure. But then there's a multitude That's of a factors. I, I would say you, stay classy when you talk about San Diego. It's a <laughs> oh, can, can we go to the story? A whale's vagina. Yeah. Can, we, can we go to this story here? So if you can show this. That's yes, what you I, said, by the way. Yesterday we talked about what we believe. <laughs> we'll talk dinner. about that story with her, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so this is Bloomberg. So we want to show both sides of the story. Bloomberg shows and uh, uh, housing demand climbs as the U.S. market starts to show signs of life. Great. So for those that are in real estate, this is a plug for you. Go and uh, zoom in a little bit so I can read exactly what it's saying in the description. If you can't do it, okay, there you go. Perfect. Housing demand is starting to show signs of recovery with pending sales, uh, sales of U.S. home prices. Uh, home rising for the first time in more than a year, according to a new data from Redfin. Pending sales climbed 2.9% in December on a seasonally adjusted basis. This is uh, the first month-over-month increase since uh, October of 2021. Redfin says on Wednesday, uh, other measures of demand, including data on brokerage, customers requesting home tours, and people con- contacting the company's agents, are up from November. Read more at the link in the bio. So go to the bottom now and let's see what people say. I want to read the comments now. If you can zoom in a little bit so you can... It says, first one, did a realtor write this? Number two, <laughs> don't do it. Next one, I was literally going over data last night that shows the opposite. Next one, this is completely false on all sorts of data. Austin, Texas is not having any issues like Bloomberg Post every week. You'll be broke believing everything this page posts. LOL. It's LOL, so contradictory. I mean, by the way, it's like 99% of the comments are mm-hmm. saying you are full of shit is what they're saying to Bloomberg, <laughs> right? So listen, here's what we're going to know. What we're going to know for sure is by the end of the year. My, my, the way I measure real estate is the following way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Ask the average real estate agent. The other day I was on the Clay Travis and Buck, uh, Buck show, which is great. They're, they're great at what they do, and we're talking about the economy. And I said, you know, if you want to measure how good uh, real estate is doing, ask a realtor and ask them, how do you think 2023 is going to do? You know what their answer is? It's great. Well, no, no, no. Th- this is their answer. They'll say, well, I think 2023 is going to be a flat year. It's what's going to happen. And then I think 24, 25 is going to be a great year. If a realtor who's very motivational wakes up every morning listening to motivational videos, tells you it's going to be a flat year, it's going to be a down year. Okay. Because that's just how these things work. If they tell you it's going to be freaking great, sick, it's probably going to be okay. So flat year means just, you know, if you're going to sell, and you're gonna, if you're going to live in your house for more than five years, you have nothing to worry about. If you're going to live in it more than 10 years, you're already in it. But if you're debating leaving six months, 12 months, 18 months, don't be too greedy right now. You may want to consider selling your house. And if you're about to buy a place, if you're about to buy a place, we're going to buy this building down the street for, uh, they were in it for $54 million. You know which one I'm talking about. 150,000 square foot building. We go and we look at it. The guy says they'll take $32 million right now. I said, I'm not doing 32 He says, don't offer anything less than 28 It's offensive. I made an offer of 26 okay. <laughs> By the way, they said they walked. That same building we made an offer on six, seven, eight months ago. They were in the house, yes, in the building yesterday, upstairs. When you came in. Oh, sh- that was them? The good. First of all, you know what <laughs> Vinny does? Listen, Vinny, Vinny, out of everything, I'm having a serious <laughs> business meeting. This guy's working on a skit. Oh. No joke. Did you hear what he did? <laughs> This guy's so yes, he showed me the doing. video. Listen, yes. He comes Here, in with a briefcase <laughs> saying, Pat, where do you want me to leave the supply they just dropped off? He opens it up. It's a, ba- it's a bag with sugar in it that looks like cocaine. Did you understand what I just yes. said? Like, <laughs> he showed me the video. Second floor is serious business, Vinny. First floor is They skid. told me it wasn't serious, people. A, are you kidding me? That guy, oh that guy has a half a billion dollars of real estate Quiet. sitting on. You know what? Somebody in here was like, no, Vinny, go mess with Anyways, go mess with long story short, I talked oh to the God, guy. So now the same property, they wanted 50, that went from 54 to 32. You know what they're willing to sell it right now? Uh, $20 million. <laughs> so I made a $50 million offer. 50. <laughs> But, but here's should the they have took the 26. They should have taken 26. Did, I would have bought it. Pat, did me come? Did oh, me did. showing up with? By the way, when I tell you beautiful building, I mean beautiful. Tom, is it a beautiful building or it's no? It's a beautiful office. Crystal building. clear building, mm-hmm. everything immaculate. But so we're gonna find out what's gonna happen in real estate. I'm giving you commercial real estate. I'm not telling you residential. I'm giving you strictly commercial. But we're gonna see what's gonna happen in real estate next 12 months. Did, the reality is someone's gonna be right. A lot of people are gonna. Did be right. Let me, let me fake, ask you a question. Well, okay, go ahead. Your did, cocaine story. Did my fake cocaine story, like me coming in, mind you, it wasn't for you. I came in and I said. To HR, I go, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. I go, HR, a delivery from some Bolivian guy. And Rob, HR is like, get the fuck out. Get out. And Pat, you're, Pat oh, at least Pat was laughing. Go they told me down here it wasn't like really Who, serious. Whoever told you they, yeah. check it with somebody before you walk into just, a business uh, meeting. Yeah. Anyways. Can I ask you a question? Just Whether it's real estate or investment, yeah. something that you always say repeatedly is, Listen, if you're going to be living there five years or longer, 10 years or longer, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, right? And something that I say, there's a difference between saving and investing. Saving is short term, whether it's 12, 24, 36 months, anything less than that, save, 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 keep it short term. Five years or longer, I would put it in the investment category. This goes the same for housing. How do you determine where to 
stack your cash saving wise versus investing? Is there a rule of thumb? Is there a time frame? Is there a horizon? How do you process that? Whether it's real estate, whether it's art, whether it's cash, whether it's investments, how do you how do you So the guy sitting next to me yesterday that. is like, Have you gone into NFTs yet? I said no. Yeah. Did you ever get into NFTs? I said no. Wait, so you're a YouTuber and you didn't get into I said, first of all, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a business guy. I run companies, but no, I never got into NFTs. You know how much money people made in NFTs? I'm clearly aware of the people who made the money, and I know the thousands who lost right. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen in long term? I don't know. If they deliver on their utilities, et cetera, it's a 97% of NFTs are a waste of time anyways. Then he talks about crypto. How about Bitcoin? How about this? How about that? For me, my philosophy is simple. What I know a lot about, I comfortably invest in. I will gladly deploy five, ten million dollars on baseball cards and not even flinch because I know what I'm buying. I know the product I'm buying. You've seen me do it over the years, yep. so it's not like it's a, you know. So I'll deploy that no problem. Areas I'm not an expert in. Guy asked me a question yesterday saying, "So what? What should I do to increase my rental income in the amount of properties I buy? What do you do?" I said, "I'm this is the wrong Zoom because I'm not that guy. I don't know." My specialty is in real estate. My specialty isn't dealing with renters. Mm-hmm. I don't want that drama. I don't want my property manager to call me about that drama. I like to operate and build companies is what I like. When I was getting started at 21, 22 years old, and I had no clue what I was doing, I opened up a mutual fund account, and I started with 100 bucks a month, okay? And I opened up a VUL, and I put $100 a month into it. That's when I was broke, and that money would just go. And then gradually, I would raise it from 100 to 200 to 200 to 300 300 to 400 500 $1,000 a month. And then one day you wake up, you're like, wait, I got $360,000 in this account. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. How did That's this what happen? happened to me. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I always kiss. And, and then you're like, okay, what can I do with this? And then you get a little bit more and more and more sophisticated because people are dealing with additional things as well. Today, when you're looking at your money, it has to do with your age. Your risk tolerance at 64 should not be the risk tolerance of a 42-year-old and shouldn't be the risk tolerance of a 22-year-old. Those things vary. Ages vary. The other part about when it comes down to this is time horizon. You got short-term, mid-term, long-term. What portion of your money do you need short-term? If your daughter is getting married in two years and you need to be paying for that wedding and it's going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, you need to set that money aside because that time is coming. If kids are about to go to college and they don't have the GPA to get scholarship, you need that money to be set aside to be paired. That's short term. Midterm, again, depends how old your kids are, depends if you're married, depends any of that stuff. And then long term, long term. Then the last thing is with your money that you have, you sit there and you say, which, which portion of my money am I comfortable losing 100% of? That shouldn't be a big percentage. You could say only 5%, fine. So if your 5% is $100,000, $50,000, $20,000, a million dollars, you can, you can afford putting in risky investments that you may lose all of it, mm-hmm. but you cannot lose sleep. So if you're the kind of a person that will lose sleep if you lose that kind of money, don't do it because it's going to mess with you. Only do it if you know your temperament. Investing is very different for different people. It's different for you than my temperament, than his temperament, than his temperament. People come to me and they say, why are you always sitting on so much cash and why are you not deploying it? Do you know how much money that's costing you? I said, that's my temperament because I'm able to invest that money right now. We're, the conversation we had yesterday in the office, Tom, was it upstairs or I don't know? Yeah, it was upstairs when we're having a conversation. One conversation went from me agreeing to want to put $7 million into one project that will probably end up being a $12 million project. Another one, I'm deploying $19 million into the project of my own money. But these are things I am very, very comfortable doing because of my temperament. 
Don't let somebody's aggressive, big vision, big thinking, temperament, working 60, 80 hours a week influence you on what you should do with your temper, with your money, when yours is more chilling out. So it's it's not a one, you know, shoe fits, you know, one size, one size fits, fits all. all. It's not. You got to kind of gotcha. figure out what's for you. Okay. Let's transition to the next topic, though, because we got quite a few of them. I just want to give a quick response. Number one, you know things are doing well in your life when you use the word deploy. <clears throat> I'm deploying this investment. Yeah. I'm deploying this Or you were in the strategy. military, lived in the Middle that East, and those words scared, we're, you know. We're deploying a several yeah. tanks. We're deploying troops. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we were, just, just to your credit. We were talking last night with my good buddy, Chris, and he's talking about the restaurant industry and this and that. Yeah. I have all these franchises. And you said you could have gone any response. He gave you a whole like kind of dissertation. And you go, hey, that's not me. It's just not me. Yeah. I could put, I could deploy $5 million for whatever. And you're just like, it's not me. The hardest thing to do when somebody's pitching you, pitching you, pitching you is be like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, it's I'm not okay. for me. Yeah, so it, easy it, to be like, oh, uh, tell me more. It's just sexy. I don't know. Can I make money? It's very hard to be like, no, it's just not my lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane. By, yep, by the way, like the, and, and that leads me into this next story. I'm going to go to page number nine story, okay, which is scientists are working on COVID vaccine you can drink. Finally. Okay, you can drink, okay? <laughs> Finally. So l- let me read this to you. A new type of vaccine. This is a CNET story. A new type of vaccine called mucosal vaccines, which can take uh, uh, can be taken as a swish and swallow oral vaccine or nasal vaccine is being developed and could be available within a couple of years, the QYNDR, as if we need another acronym to remember, oral vaccine de- developed by the U.S. Specialty Formulations has completed its phase one clinical trial and is waiting on funding to proceed to more advanced trials. The vaccine is designed to survive the digestive system and induce the appropriate uh, response. The clinical trial results from New Zealand are promising and offer hope that the vaccine will be available, a viable option for protection against the current COVID-19 variants. However, in order to get the vaccine to be advanced uh, to additional clinical trials, funding from investors is needed. Okay, so if you guys wanted to invest, this is the story from CNET. You can go look into it. When you, when you hear something like this, what do you think about? You know, for, for me, if this is a business model, you know, like uh, CBD, okay, or, or, or THC, or you say, so now... What are we doing? Let's let's talk about it from strictly the business model standpoint on what mm-hmm. Pfizer's doing, what these guys are doing. I don't smoke weed. Mm-hmm. I probably should, but I don't <laughs> smoke weed. Okay. It'd be fun like, to watch. I don't drink coffee. Thank God I don't. Yeah. Okay. You don't want me to drink coffee. I shouldn't drink Red Bull, Monster. What else is there? Any of that stuff, don't don't get it close to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. One time we tested my urine, and it, it, they said this is the closest thing to Red Bull, is what they said. <laughs> That's a joke. It's not so You don't joke. need so, more. <laughs> but taurine. So I don't need any of it, yeah. right? But, you know, weed is a different story, okay? Yeah. So, anyways, so this guy's like, well, you know, we're selling weed oil now. Cool. Hey, you, you, this guy says, you're having uh, lower back pains? Try the CBD oil to put on your lower back. Like, so, Does that mean my back is getting high? Yes. What does it mean? Your right? spine. Hey, if, if you're, if you're – try these gummy bears, mm-hmm. okay? Or try these cookies or try this, right? Anyways, what's the point? If it's legal and you're finding creative ways for people to be able to buy that, guess what? Credit goes to who? The, to the, the team the seller. that is getting yeah. creative. Yeah. So if vaccine is one method is what? Shot. Shot. And they wanting to go on this side from the standpoint of innovation on how to get it into the system, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. You can tell them, good for the team that thought about this. Now, the other thing you have to pose and ask the question is level of trust, how comfortable people are about it. Is it something where the timing is good right now to announce it? 
Is it becoming to the point where everybody is in the camp of, yes, I'll take it? I don't know. What are your thoughts? I, I, what are your thoughts when I, you hear this? I think, I think the fact, and from what we saw, that they scared. Andres, I don't think I've ever said this. Please raise Vinny's uh, audio by about 5%. Are Go you serious? That's the first, <laughs> first time Did you guys hear that? Because he lowered it by Finally. 10% when you were yelling about uh, your I don't uh, yell. drug deal. But, uh, but, Pat, think about it. As a business standpoint, yeah. what, what they did with Fauci and everybody That's in the good. government, they scared the shit out of everybody. Yeah. So the, and you, we, we all know these type of people that are like, another booster? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I give them... Props because now they, they have their, their loyal brainwashed customers. Now, just another delivery system, like you said. If they say there's a vaccine shampoo, I guarantee you people will just they, the more the better. And then, and, and as we're finding out, Pat, the, 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 the science hasn't been tested long enough to find out if it's gonna affect you, which I think we're seeing that people are dropping left and right. They don't give a shit, just give them more, give them more. I give them props as the seller, but as the people, people need to still wake the hell up. Tom, what are you thinking? Uh, Well, there's two things I see here. I see a startup business in biotech that's talking about clinical trials, advanced trials. In other words, not Operation Warp Speed, doing something over the course of time that that medications and vaccines have been tested in history, not this BS acceleration that we had along with amnesty for the vaccine makers. I see that on one side. The other side, I see a glaring hole in this business model. If I was an investor, I'm sitting there, I would say, so you think there's going to be a long-term market for COVID vaccines? So you think COVID is here to stay and all the mutations are here to stay. You think there's a long-term market. And I would be sitting there thinking there saying, wow, you know, if there's really a long-term market for this, then unlike swine flu went, bird flu won, remember H H the whatever it was bird flu it kind of came and went because there was there was um you know it ran the cycle it ran the human cycle and what have we heard about swine flu bird flu out of southeast asia over the the last four years yeah gone yep it's not gone but we don't hear about it anymore because it is not affecting the mass of society so i look at this and i say so there's really going to be a long-term market on, on covid it, you know, are we the lab rats? Is somebody out yeah. there mutating this yeah. and so that they can sell product? We're finding out that they are, though. You know, we? last night we're, we're sitting at this wonderful event with Adam. And <clears throat> so w- sitting across uh, this guy who was a, a follower of the podcast, great guy, 37 years old, successful guy, solid guy, good-looking guy. And he says, you know, Patrick, 99% of what you say, I sit down and I say, yep, I agree. Yep, he's probably listening. Yep, I agree. Yep, I agree. But there's the one part where you're not for DMTs and not for psychedelics and all this stuff. I'm like, dude, we got to get Patrick on psychedelics. I remember I've never been a drug guy, never smoked weed, never did this, never did that. 34 years old. I went through a bad breakup. First time I did, you know, psychedelics, it was life changing for me. I said, that's awesome, man. Very happy for you. So then the guy to my left is like, your personality, I know. You probably would never do psychedelics, but maybe you would. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So now I'm invited to a party where everybody wants to, wants to get me to do psychedelics, okay? <laughs> great. Fantastic. Another uh, a great party that everybody wants me to do something. So then this girl shows up. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Two eyes. <laughs> so look, you know, we're trying to get Patrick to do psychedelics. So why don't you try psychedelics? Yeah. She says, uh, uh, do you uh, follow science? I said, define that. Fauci. <laughs> no, no. She literally says, she says, do you follow science? Yeah. I said, can you define that? Because it's been a little bit confusing. Yeah, yeah. She says, no, science. I said, well, if I have to trust the science, that means I have to take vaccine. And no, I don't trust that science. Mm-hmm. But what do you mean by science? She says, well, let me ask you a different question then. <laughs> do you trust the FDA? 
No. <laughs> she, 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 like, she says, um, uh, uh, what do you believe in? What do you believe I said, so what do right. you believe in? She says, no, I'm asking you the question. I said, no, I want to know what you believe in. Well, I believe uh, in spirits collide. Oh, and Christ. I believe in, uh, you know, a certain, what did she say? She said some stuff like this. Like, you know, <clears throat> and that, that energy, if I can yeah, have my energy, energy, I can give it to you. I said, I agree with that. And I'm saying, so I agree with that. She says, I said, so now I'm going to ask the question, what do you believe in? I said, oh, I believe in God. I believe in good relationships. I believe in uh, never compromising your values and principles that fully believe in, your convictions. Don't convince uh, everybody to buy into your vision. Not everybody's going to understand your vision. And then she says, well, you know, uh, she says, so y you would never, uh, you would probably never do it. She says, what if I bring you an expert that gives you all the data and all the articles, all of it, that proves that psychedelics are good for you? I said, I'd love to have him debate somebody who's a doctor and a scientist who has articles that that scientist is not showing yeah. that opposes why psychedelics maybe aren't good for you. And I would listen to that debate, and I would make up my mind at the end. She said, you just sound close-minded. Oh, God. And then Adam asks a question and says, so tell me about you. You know, Adam's trying to be yeah, his, yeah. his uh, sweet self. So he says, so tell me about yourself. So are you married? Do you have kids? Or I don't know what you ask. Are you married? Yeah. She says, you would never ask a man that question. And then Adam says, I actually would. <laughs> I ask it all the time. And yeah. Adam says, why are you so defensive? Yeah. So she She's, is now turning red. Oh, God. So I'm talking to my boy here. I'm having a really good time with this guy because yeah. we're talking about trying to figure people's personalities based on when they're born. Psychedelic guy? Or this, the... this guy's a chill guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a yeah. guy with Depox team for 26 years. Protein. Really enjoying him. He's, he's half Persian. Half uh, Venezuelan, half oh, all this wow. stuff. Literally. Sweet and he looked, yeah, sweet guy. sweet guy. Great <laughs> conversation. And I'm getting up. I'm like, okay, Adam, I'm going to take off, man. I'm going to go home. She says, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Did I say? I said, no. Yeah, I said, listen, my life is too great for you to upset me. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. I'm going to take off. And the entire time was like trying to now redeem herself from yeah. this high quality. Here's the point. <clears throat> she seemed like a sweetheart. She's just been fed because she's from, what was she, Maryland, venture capital. She travels six months, all this other stuff, mm -hmm. right? In that world, you trust science. Mm -hmm. In the world and the life I've lived, you trust debate. Mm -hmm. You trust people debating because if you've lived my life, that's what I trust. I trust two experts who are 100% convinced they're right. Let them hash it out. Well, one of the things I said last night, I don't know if you remember this, I said, I said, uh, you know what we've learned the last two and a half years? She said what? I said, experts using data have forced all of us to believe in what they're believing in, and they've divided the world. So I don't trust experts that use certain data they want to choose to validate their arguments. I kind of want to see both sides. I like debate. And then there was done with discussion. We moved on. And Was she good looking? Was she at least good looking? She's doing okay. She was all right. I, I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell one story, and then I'll, I'll circle back to what you were saying back to the the drugs and the sampling and all that. Mm. So there's this, it's sort of, if you're at a nice dinner, it's like a very exclusive type of situation. You're not trying to offend people, but there's this like contentiousness and, and I don't know how it got directed at Pat. What do you believe in? No, what do you believe in? I'll tell you, I say, you know what I believe in? Let me tell you what I believe in. She goes, okay, go ahead. I go, I believe that the children are the future. <laughs> and by the way, I say the next line. I'm like, you got to teach, teach them, them well. well. <laughs> let them lead And the let way. them lead the way. She doesn't get it. She doesn't She's get like, it. Okay. She's like, okay. She doesn't get it. Like, we yeah. keep going. I'm like, because what you have to do. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You have to show them all <laughs> the beauty so they possess inside. Give She's them like, a sense of pride. She gotta get, to make it easier, right? 
No. How it used to be. Oh my right? god. She's like, god. yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I'm kidding. You guys, <laughs> you guys why? Why'd you break? I would have kept going. No, no. We didn't yeah, break. We didn't. Oh we kept going. The guy to the left got it. Oh, it's beautiful. She's what a like, moment. And I'm like, oh, this is God. And the guy says, Did you guys get that from Chad GBT? <laughs> That's so freaking funny. This is Randy Watson, by the way. So but but back to how the conversation initially started. You know, they're pitching Pat. And I said this. I said, look, if the options are psychedelics and marijuana as an example versus pills and alcohol for people who are suffering with depression uh what do, what do they get in the military after anxiety what PTSD. No, a PTSD. PTSD. i'm a hundred percent advocate of that but i go that there's certain people that just don't need anything and then pat said something very amazing he said i believe this is not a, a song he says i believe that if a lion could speak you would not understand what they were saying. I mean, I'll, I'll let you kind of explain this. But there's some people that don't need any extra stuff in their system. They just got it. They wake up like, for instance, I need some coffee in my life. Yeah. Every once in a while, I need a drink. I need to smoke a drink, whatever. I need a little something. Yeah. Pat needs none of that. If a lion could speak, you would not understand them. Explain what you were saying with that. I, I, all I said is I think the right person in your life is just as effective, if not 10 times more effective than any psychedelic. <clears throat> Yep. Because the right person in your life is going to get you to question things and get clear in your life and confidence and realize it's not that big of a deal. Or maybe it is. Part of it is your responsibility, but we're not perfect. we got to move on. This is a chance for you to redeem yourself, have some respect for yourself, the other person. Let's see what we can do. Uh, the, uh, the right person can get you to really – you're laughing because uh, no, no, it looks like no, you got no, a joke no, I'm not, prepared. No, it's, not, it's not a joke, <laughs> but, and I want to know what the, chat thinks, or what the chat thinks about this. Why don't what, oh, if they would like this, Pat? We have a shaman come in here for one podcast. Here we they go. get us all on ayahuasca. I'm talking about Tom, <laughs> Pat, and just what kind of podcast, Pat? Where we're all like crying, laughing. Pat's like, I Vinny, love you. I'm in. I would do you it. You got to convince Listen, these two guys. I would now. do it. We'd have a bucket. The lion the right here, and, and a shaman walking around I'll, for two I'll hours. fund it. How about I? Fund oh it? my <laughs> god, I, I, they I, would love I, it. The chat. We still need you to bring in the okay. liver. Buddy. I way, got you. Here's a question. Did First you of all, get her together with the psychedelic guys so maybe they could go off for the evening? Well, yeah. she did. Yeah, I, I think she was dating that guy, the three point shooter. I think I don't oh. know the way. No, 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 no. You're positive. No, 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 no. For sure. For sure. Okay, because he's a very good looking guy. You know, he's which a, guy? Well, the 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 guy that's a three point shooter. I like him too. My boy Jared. Yeah, I think he's a very good looking. No, guy. he's not so, dating her. Okay. Anyway, so uh, uh, it ended. We left. It was good. We had a uh, the the food was good. I had a chance to meet your buddy Chris Humphreys, which out of the whole highlight of the event was uh, meeting your friend Chris, which was uh, seeing your connection with him. That that part was fantastic. That was cool. Anyways, hey, side note: Did you guys watch the movie The Judge? I haven't seen it yet. Vinny. I pro- I swear to God. Did you watch the movie you. The Judge? Rob, did you watch you the Judge? You recommended it to okay. our friend Brian I'm going to take Callen this right now. Day. If you don't watch it by Sunday, you're not doing podcast next week. <laughs> I, I promise you, you right I now. swear to God I'll watch I'm it. I'm telling you, if you don't watch it, I'm not doing podcast. I'm watching it on Sunday. Everything. I'm watching it on Sunday. I you know how many people message me telling me I understood what you meant. I was in tears crying watching the judge. You got to watch it. Um, I promise. We got to check to see if Brian Friday watched night. the judge. I promise. Friday I night I'm watching it. Yeah, you, you and your girl watch yeah. it together. I I'm promise. telling you, Done. you're going to cry, cry in front of her. Right. Okay? I'll tell you when you do that. Okay. Anyways, everyone, you have homework this weekend. Watch the flipping judge. By the way, don't use flipping in it. It's just the judge. If you <laughs> type in flipping, you're not going to find it. Okay, um, next story. Uh, did you guys see what Ken uh, from Citadel said when he was being interviewed about SBF. Do you do you have that video or no? Do you have that video? 
Rob, do you know which one I'm... I think I texted it to you. Let me find it. Very, very and who, interesting. who is this, Pat? So who is this guy? Are you kidding me? This is the guy that made the most money last year. $16 billion he made last year. Doing okay. what? Doing what? He's the CEO of Citadel. Okay, this Ken is, Griffin? Ken Griffin made $16 billion last year. What do you mean last year made $16 billion? That's it's correct. Exactly what I just told That's you. He made $16 billion last year. spin. It's Ken Griffin's hand... I just oh, texted wow. it to you. I just texted wow. it to you, the video. And he moved to Miami But recently? I want you to watch. Pause it first, and, and you have to do it in a way where you start from the beginning. So refresh and figure out a way to pause and get the audio because it's tricky when you're dealing with Instagram. Okay, it's fine. Okay, you got it. Don't play it yet, but watch this. So he's being interviewed by a, 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 a person who all of a sudden gets very, very uncomfortable when he says this. That was fine. Tom, have you seen this, what he says, or no? I have I've read about it. I have not seen it okay. end to end. So, Tom, can you t- the level of credibility with Ken Griffin is what? How successful of a guy is he at what he does? In terms of Wall Street and the bond market and international finance, his credibility is like an 11. Okay. Oh, Meaning, wow. No, no. Th- He's this, the guy. The heavy, and by the way, he just moved to Florida. Yeah. Okay. He bought a, a land in Miami at like the main, main spa- place, and he's building out his own you know, headquarters buildings there. So he's a stud. I think he moved here from Illinois. By the way, watch what he says. Watch what he says, and more importantly, watch the reaction of the interviewer. Go ahead. Okay. That, that all of us are worried about. You know, on the balance sheet of FTX is a line called Trump Lose. And Sam was the second biggest donor to Democratic candidates. I'm going to leave it to everybody else to draw their own conclusions yeah. about what you're saying here. Right? Those are, those are really, really ugly facts when you see a fraud of this magnitude having played out and you find no regulators were there to prevent it. That's a really, really tough story. We could talk for quite a while about FTX. Sadly, we don't have it. Yeah. So I have to finish. Own that, yeah. that all the- a so. Democrat. Well, Moving uh, on right now. Yeah. Nothing to see Dude, here. Did you see how uncomfortable was that silence? Balance sheet, Tom. Trump lose. Trump That was lose. a coin? What, mm-hmm. what was that? Meaning the money they used to donate to different places. Was for Trump to lose. Was for Trump to lose. So this fund here, 29, 20, you know, $20 million, this much money here, this money is used to help Trump lose. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> that, that to me, on this, again, I'll, I'll, I'll play the moderator here. I don't know much about this. That to me is not that shocking that there's people in that space that want to see Trump lose. I mean, after all, what, what was the Lincoln Project was built to see Trump lose. But the fact that it was fraudulent money <laughs> is, the, is the real scam. Is it was just fake money, and they're, they're donating it to the Democratic yeah. Party for sham, you yeah. know, agendas. May, may I? Obviously, we know that we oh, want you, Trump to lose. Yes, may, Tom, you uh, can go now. You may. Okay. It was real money that belonged to investors. This is freaking Ponzi that got redirected to Alameda. Which is the big difference between Lincoln Project and this. Keep going. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So what, I just want to correct what you said, not correct you personally, but what you said was this was fraud money. No, it, they didn't invent the money. This was investor money from massive family offices and investors that put it in there and trusted this guy on this whole FTX premise. He moves it to Alameda, and then it gets filtered out to these campaigns. He was propping up Sam SBF was propping up SBF, and then he was using FTX. You know, FTX to make donations to political campaigns and to charities. Mm-hmm. This is real money that real people lost. It's like Bernie Madoff. And um, what he's talking about is, is 
behind Griffin's comments is just the depth of the fraud and what was really going on here. So it's not just a fraud. It was an election fraud. It's not just a, 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 you know, a startup CEO with a bad moral compass. This was deep, deep frauds, and that was Ken Griffin's silence while he was sitting there. What, what do you mean election fraud? Said it was election fraud. Okay, so you set up a <laughs> you set up an entity in the Bahamas, and then you're making donations beyond federal maximums to individual campaigns. Maxine Waters, you find the video of her on the floor of the House of Representatives blowing him kisses. You're a savior. Come on, I mean they they knew what for was the going midterms. On. You're saying exactly. Let yeah. me show another clip of this guy. I mean, you know <clears throat> that that uh, uh, you see what's going on. Look, but. He's not the first guy and won't be the last guy, okay? But I just want you to hear, like, the tone, okay? Rob, if you can play this clip here. Somebody send this to me. I just send it to you. While, while you're doing this, while you're doing this, let's just kind of talk about the uh, – uh, uh, if, you, if you have it, I don't know if you have it, if I texted it to you, Rob. It hasn't come through yet. Really? I just texted it to you. I mean, say what, say what you want, bro. The Democrats are gangster, bro. They don't play they, – they do their work, bro. Say what do you mean? You what do you mean? What I'm you just mean? saying, like, think, think about, think about now, now that it's all these years later, Trump, the amount of enemies in the shadows, in the face, the media, bro, this guy didn't have a chance. Like, the, 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 I mean, he won on his own merit. And then think about all the, from the Russia collusion to this, to the impeachment. They, and say what you want to do, the Democrats, they fall on the sword, bro. They, they, they go down with the ship. They and look at all the look at everything that we're finding out that they're doing from from the shady money, from Hillary paying for the for the false information, for and none of them get in trouble. None of them well, get in trouble. Did, did you see? Did you see that they removed Adam Schiff? They they removed and Swalwell. They, they removed Swalwell, and then they're all complaining about the fact that this is not fair. You shouldn't do this. All this other stuff. And McCarthy right? went at them, Pat. Yeah. McCarthy shut down all the reporters. I want you to watch this guy. Watch, watch this guy. And tell me what you think about a guy like this. Okay. Yeah. There you go. People are stupid, and they're really stupid, okay? I mean, just being honest, right? So the other day, I'm, I'm sleeping on my beanbag in my office, and, like, one of the cleaning people comes by, and she's like, hey, you know, I hear you're a big CEO. You know, and I was like, like, shut the f*** up, is what I told her. Because I'm like, who are you? I don't I don't need, you know, like, I'm not looking for the help. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll donate money to you, you know, you f***. And, you know, she kind of, like, took that weird, and she told me, like, you know, I'm a guest here. And I said, you know, I, I was like, I could buy your family like 300 million times over, okay? And I'd still be a billionaire. Most people are Is that really him? Is that really his voice? Yeah, that's his voice. Oh my, I thought that was a character of like an, a really annoying but, person. But, but, but you know what? You, you know, you, you believe that for a person to look at everybody as I own them. I can buy you. I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. Great. Uh, uh, but, you know, this is it, it, the amount of. Uh, uh, fraud that's going on within SBF. And then the other day, on was it on Cheddar when they called that Kevin O'Leary and the guy says, you know, what? how did you go from being the person that was anti-Bitcoin, you were like Charlie Munger, everything about that was anti-Bitcoin, 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 and then all of a sudden you turn into this guy that's, you know, I... Uh, uh, you know, uh, fully Bitcoin, and you know, you, it's it's the way to go. And how did that happen? Is that was a CNBC interview, and that was Andrew Ross Sorkin that called them out. Well, wait a minute, you just said 2018. Have you then, seen this? Within no. 2019, so, so this whole, I just send this. it to you. I, this whole this whole thing here with what's going on with FTX and who's involved. Look, there are certain people that took sponsorship money. 
there is risk when you take sponsorship money, okay? There truly is risk. Uh, but then there's people that were bought, okay? When you do a little bit, when you do sponsorship money, you have to find out what the product is, mm-hmm. okay? And if you have a track record of saying yes to 100% of a product that, that is being sent your way, guess what that means? You're not, you're not uh, endorsing anybody. Mm-hmm. You're simply taking money. Got you. If you, get, if you get 10 people that come your way and say, hey, we'd like to be your sponsor, the right number is around 70 to 80% of them should be turned down. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't just take money from everybody. Watch what these guys, by the way, phenomenal job to both of them. Look what they do to Kevin O'Leary. Just watch. It's, it's painful okay. to All brace right. for impact. All right. <laughs> Singing the blues right now at all. Oh, yes, I'm staying in the blues. Why? Because your $15 million didn't pan and out? I, that you, that's a lot of money hey, to listen. be a, a paid spokesperson. It's a lot of money. You didn't have to do much for that. That's per, that's found that's money. That's a different Kevin. decision. That's a different discussion. Okay. I, the, I, you know, you can make that decision on your own. But I'm going to this that's point. Found money. That if that's you like want to say he's guilty street. before he's tried, I just don't understand it. But if you went from Charlie Munger's view on Bitcoin to Michael Saylor's view on Bitcoin, and I actually kidded you about it. I said, "Who are you? You 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 may know nothing, but you're never in doubt. You're so strident when you said it was just worthless and rat poison." And then six months later, you're like this Bitcoin bull. And, and I, so I didn't understand that conversion. Did that conversion coincide with the $15 million that you got from, wow. from FTS? Did you hear that? Yeah. No, oh. I was investing three and a half years That's earlier it. than that. I changed my mind back in early 2018 when I saw the regulators in Watch. jurisdictions like Canada, Switzerland, and Abu Dhabi start to change their minds. I got to stop you. I got to yeah. stop you. Uh, you just said you made this conversion in what year? I think it was 2018 I started investing, yeah. Okay, well, I, ju- I just, just for, as a point of fact, for what it's worth, uh, May 14th, 2019, uh, you came on television and called Bitcoin garbage. It is a useless currency. It is a useless currency. I, that's what I believe. I don't think you should be... By the way, did you catch all of that? Yeah, I love it. Yep, putting their foot to the fire. Good for them. So... By the way, shout out to Joe Kernan and Andrew Ross Sorkin, who you know host the the Morning Bell uh, on CNBC Squawk Box, I believe is what it is. I mean, look, they've they have, you know how awkward it is to have someone that maybe you consider a friend, a colleague, an investor, Kevin O'Leary, and call him out straight to Good. his face. Good, and he's more of that. You know, that's credibility right there. And the reality is, it's like those are questions that you should answer. Kevin O'Leary, he's like, 2018, I became a believer in Bitcoin. It's like, well, just let's just check the tail of the tape here. Yeah. 2019, you called it a scam and trash. It's like, garbage. how does that add up? Garbage. I don't know. Not a good look for Kevin O'Leary. It, Mr. It, Wonderful. It's not. But, you know, he got 15 million bucks for it. Again, this is a perfect example. You can't say yes to everybody. We got, these guys came up to me wanting me to do, what is a Manscaped, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, we'll pay this. And then we'll pay this. And I'm like, dude, I'm not getting up there talking about it. Go shave you. I'm not, I'm not doing it. No, but everybody, I don't care. I'm not doing it. So number one, I'm not doing it. First of all, that's not even a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. No. Hey, uh, this casino site, Pat, we're, we're willing to pay half a million dollars to do sponsorship and drive it to our gambling website. You don't gamble. First of all, do you realize, imagine the audience. I want you to kind of watch this. The audience watching me say the following. Yeah. So look, if you're like me and you bet on games, use. <laughs> no. First of all, yeah, to, but, but that, you're bot. Yeah. Now, if you protect the word, and by the way, let me make a, a very simple prediction to you. 
We have some people we're doing sponsorships with. You know who they are. Gold Co., Masterworks. We have Aura. a few companies. Aura, you know, Udemy. Some of these guys we're doing partnerships with. They could still screw up in the future. But as of right now, we feel very confident about what they're doing. It's very clear. We feel confident endorsing having these companies being used because we feel confident about what they're doing today. There's a massive risk if you can just be bought with a check. And by the way, you just watch SPF saying, I can own you. And you just watch Kevin O'Leary. SBF is right. Mm-hmm. He just did. Yep. To a very powerful man 100%. who runs who runs Shark Tank, yep. meaning he is the main talent of that show. It's, it's not anybody else. He's not the richest. Mark Cuban's the richest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mark Cuban's the sharpest. But Kevin O'Leary is the one that's the most well-rounded entertainer, shit talker, pushes the envelope. He draws people into that show. Is there any legal the ramifications, guy. Pat, for somebody? I don't think there should be. I don't. You shouldn't for somebody going, no. I'm all in, even though they kind of no. know. I don't think he should be, held, should be held accountable. I don't think there's any, uh, 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 no, nothing, not at all. Not I, I don't think there's anything you can do to Kevin O'Leary because realistically he didn't do anything wrong. He took money, and he said, this is a company to use. It's on the judgment of the individual that trusted him and says, this is a guy that's telling me. The individual should have said, how the hell do you go from hating Bitcoin, trashing Bitcoin? I remember one time Pompliano was on a show with one of these things, and him and Pompliano are going at it, and Pompliano's selling, you know, he's a, a, a Maximilian. Bi- what, uh, yeah, Maximus. Yeah. He, Maximalist. He was. He's Bitcoin. not as much as before, but he's, they're going at it. They're going at it. They're going at it. And just, this is garbage. This is this. This is that. So if you watched him go like that and then sudden flip, well, the person that invested is also taking that risk that how did you all of a sudden think that person's going to flip this quickly? Yeah. You know, so anyways, that that's on the individual. I don't think it's on Kevin O'Leary at all. By the way, because th- it's a slippery slope. It's like, all right, Kevin Leary, he's a, a financier, investor. He's on Shark Tank. He's on uh, CNBC. All right, he took money. But then then you got Tom Brady. Then you got of Steph course. Curry. Of course. You know, Matt Damon did some crypto.com. So like, where does it go? At the end of the day, I don't think they should be held accountable, but they're gonna their brand and their image is gonna take a hit. Yeah. And to sing your praises, uh, number one, I I use Manscaped. I think I keep things real clean. Shout out to Manscaped. But how many times? Because at one point in 2020, I was kind of handling some of the sponsorship stuff here, and they pitched me to pitch you on the gambling stuff. I said, I don't even want to bring this to Pat because I already think he's going to say no. And by the way, my entire brand is save that money, invest your time, don't spend your time on useless stuff. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable doing gambling stuff. Mm. And I know Pat's not going to do. But to your credit, how much stuff do you get pitched the and you're like, no, of no, money that no, They're no. willing to pay to say, Insane. are you kidding me? We can't do it. But again, no. there's a lot of small YouTubers that need the sponsorships. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of small guys that get started that you get a sponsorship, 200 bucks, 400 bucks. If you gamble, great. It's part of your brand. But make sure whatever you're doing with sponsorship is something that matches your brand, no matter how much people pay you. But if they pay you, you take mm-hmm. it. There's the risk that if it flips, your name's on the line. 